everybody, it's me, Will Hart. As you can tell, we have a different setup today, and that is because I have some great friends here. Well, great. I shouldn't really say that. We're going to be great friends yeah. after this. I have some <laughs> friends <laughs> that are here. Uh, they are fresh in the middle of their U.S. kind of West Coast tour. Uh, this is the indie Christian indie band. Is that how you guys title yourselves? Yeah. Rivers and Robots. I want to talk about the name. Rivers and Robots, uh, you guys are in for a treat. Um, I found out about these guys about two years ago. Actually, well, I heard your music before. I didn't know that. But I found out, met, met you guys about two years ago. And uh, some crazy stuff happened. I'm going to fill you in. Like, subscribe. Uh, lay hands on that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> You like that? It's very Pentecostal. I thought of that in the shower this morning. Amen. No? <laughs> Just speak in tongues over the bell and uh, <laughs> prophesy to the subscribe button because we need more subscribers and uh, we'll 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 go. Hey guys. Hey. Awesome. Good to have you guys. Yeah. yeah. It's good to be here. Welcome. So this is uh, about half of the Rivers and Robots team. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. older half. Yeah. So yeah, tell us about yourselves. Give us like the quick, quick, quick introduction. Who is Rivers and Robots? What is Rivers and Robots? Why did you name yourself Rivers and Robots? <laughs> it's a very good question. Um, we basically, I started Rivers and Robots when I was about 18. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm 27 now, so kind of nine years ago. Um, and we both like grew up in church and have been like pastor's kids. And um, I think for me, it kind of started out of curiosity just from being a worship leader and also living in Manchester, it's like a really big music city and hearing mm -hmm. lots of different artists coming through. And I was just amazed at like the diversity and creativity of expression I was seeing in like the music world and thinking, um, it's kind of a shame that a lot of our church songs, we sing the same style all the time. Right. Um, it makes sense because we're trying to sing corporately and you know do things for everyone. But I was just curious to find out what would it sound like to do a worship song in a different style of music and would anyone listen to that and would it work? And it was kind of just an experiment and I recorded two albums in my bedroom at home and then met this guy and a few yeah. of the guys from uh, a charity called The Message Trust in Manchester and uh, we ended up turning it into a band and yeah, <laughs> we went from there. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. So what year was that? That was, started in 2011. Yeah. yeah. 2011. And then became a band in 2013. Yeah. So, so and, and you're six albums deep right now. Yeah. Six albums. At least that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And how yeah. did you get involved? So I, I yeah, met Jonathan eating sandwiches like <laughs> at the Message Trust and he showed me this song and I was like, this is insane. Um, <laughs> like we need to make a band. So I tried to become his drummer. Um, I was like, I'll play drums for you, but he'd already met a better drummer. <laughs> so then I, I thought I'll play the guitar then. So I brought a guitar to the practice and uh, you already found the guitarist as well. So I ended up on the bass. Uh, never played bass before, so <laughs> bought a bass. <laughs> I was like, I need to be in this band. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah, so it's good. Yeah, and that was, um, what was that, eight years ago, nine mm -hmm. years ago? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I realize I didn't even introduce your names. We have oh, Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan and Nathan, Nathan over here. Yeah. Yeah. And there's two others that they're, they're hanging out. We might yeah. we might see them in a little bit. They're yeah. hanging out off. Philip and Caleb. Philip and Caleb. They're amazing. <laughs> and they got their wife. Or yeah. Not their wife. No, Phil one of Philip's wife. Philip's wife. <laughs> and their amazing little baby out there. <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys started the band, you started making music, mm, yeah. and and then I, I, I want to just share a little bit of a story because I think the reason why you're actually here yeah. is because I got to connect with you. Well, I connected with both of you, mm, yeah. but I really connected with you. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. It was super nuts. And I, and <laughs> yeah. I, like, I want you guys to talk, but I want to give a little bit of foundation. Yeah. I'm mm. a preacher, so mm. I go on and on. So I'm going to try <laughs> to make this as short as possible. Yeah. And what I want, because whenever I hear a story... Um, like I always remember the points that I like and I yeah. forget some of the minor details. So interrupt me. Okay. Please yeah. interrupt me. And I want, cause, cause actually me and Nathan are go back 16 years now, probably something like that. And yeah. we didn't even know this until two years ago. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. yeah. So how, how often have you guys played at open door? We met at open door festival in it was open skies open in skies. Northern yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Open skies uh, in North. See, this is, I'm yeah, so happy. There we go. <laughs> Just correct me. Uh, my wife does it all the time. I'm super no comfortable worries. with it. Don't worry. Okay. So we met at Open Skies. I was there with Heidi Baker. Yeah. She got invited to come and speak at Open Skies, which is a, a worship festival. Have you guys played it before? That was the first uh, was time. The first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she got an invitation. And I'm Heidi's like little kind of like lackey, right? Mm -hmm. I follow her around. 
And they gave me a speaking spot in like a tent in a corner mm -hmm. just because I think Heidi was like, I'll come, but you got to give Will a spot too. <laughs> yeah, oh, and cool. so, <laughs> so I was in, uh, I was at the conference or the, the festival, about 5,000 people and they, mm -hmm. they camp in tents and, uh, they have this huge kind of like, um, circusy type tent yeah and yeah. really cool setup people are all around i'd never been to anything like that at least put on by the church mm -hmm. um and so and so I, they uh they had a green room tent connected to like the the bigger tent or you had to walk across and you guys were playing like middle of the day mm -hmm. i want to yeah. say like 12 yeah. o'clock you had like the quiet after. slot yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys go on and you're playing in the big tent and i'm in the smaller tent Mm -hmm. having a pity party um and this is i i don't know i don't know if i've told you i think i told you the full story when i was on tour in the uk and yeah, yeah yeah and i was like i don't think you realize what actually happened i was in i was in the green room tent just being like having my time with the lord just being like god uh this is dumb like i don't even know why i'm here mm -hmm. they didn't even get me like a hotel room i'm sitting here in this green room there's no food the only reason why i'm here is because heidi's speaking <laughs> And, yeah. you know, like I just had this little side slot tent thing that they just, you know, did to appease her. And I was having a pit, like a legitimate pity party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm sitting, I, the green room was empty. You know, there's like mm -hmm. 10, 20 couches in there yeah. and all this yeah. space. I was one of the only guys in there because all the other big time musicians went home. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just upset. And I hear this amazing music coming from the tent. And I want to preface it with this. Like, I don't, I don't believe in flattery. I think mm. flattery is lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Like, I think it's, yeah. So when I, when I'm saying this, I'm not trying to, I'm not lying or, or embellishing at all. Mm. I remember sitting on the couch and hearing you guys play and no joke. I felt the presence of the Lord fall on me wow. as I'm sitting there in this couch mm. and the best of the best worshipers were there at that festival. That, like they really yeah. were like my my hero Jason Upton was there yeah I don't know about you guys but Jason Jason was so important in, in my yeah. life yeah, at the time when, yeah. I think I was 20 when I first heard him yeah and just wrecked my life so Jason's there and all the all these like all these big big time hmm. worshipers are there yeah and they've been playing all day long and but when you guys started playing I literally felt the presence of the Lord drop mm -hmm. in the tent I got up and I ran into <laughs> In like the middle of my pity party, I yeah. ran into the big tent and there might have been a hundred people in there. Yeah. In a tent that holds 5,000. Now, yeah. I'm a speaker. Yeah. Like one of the worst things you can do is have like a big room. Yeah. With like a lit, like a, even if there's just. It's a little bit awkward. Isn't it? Like even if there's like hundreds of people there. Yeah. If it holds 5,000, yeah. it just, I yeah. feel like I'm spitting bricks yeah. every time I preach. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and I remember walking in and I think. Maybe one of both of you guys, you just had you like your arms lifted up and you were worshiping. And I was like, number one, that's one of the skinniest worship leaders I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm scared. Like if he's going to break, I need and to go to the gym, bro. Like, I, I, <laughs> I was like, man, that's, but, but you guys were <laughs> worshiping and, and I was blown away and I, and I elbowed a woman next to me and I was like, who are these guys? Like, I've never heard of them. And she goes, oh, they're rivers and robots. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, maybe I should That's a good it. accent. I apologize. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. That sounded pretty authentic. I, I feel know. like it did. <laughs> I got a, my grandmother's English. Oh, nice. I grew up like going to Guernsey and Jersey. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah, they had a house in Guernsey. Um, she goes, they're rivers and robots. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I just entered into worship with you mm. guys. And I think maybe two, three songs and then you were mm. done. And, and I met you guys on the side of the stage. I, I remember, you could tell me if I'm wrong. I remember yeah. running up and being like, who are you guys? What <laughs> yeah. the heck just happened? You're amazing. <laughs> yeah. You guys carry the presence of God. And I don't know which one of you guys I was speaking with. I, I think so I, I saw you stood at the back and I'm like, I think I recognize this guy <laughs> from like years ago, but I wasn't sure if, if you were the same guy. So I was like, mm. we need to just get a coffee and just <laughs> talk yeah. through some stuff. I'm a lot fatter. Than what I was like, probably. <laughs> I wasn't when saying we first that, met. but you know, <laughs> but it is true. But, okay, so you saw me coming. Yeah, I was okay. like, I was like, I think, I think I know this guy like from a few years ago. Um, okay. So yeah, I don't know if you want to 
Yeah. No, so were you peeking with your eyes closed? <laughs> well, like, I, I was just like, there wasn't many people there, and you're at the. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was um, loving it. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Um, no, so yeah. so I started. I I think my first one like, where are you guys from? You said mm. Manchester. Yeah. yeah. And and I had been to Manchester previously. It was actually, I don't know how how long I want to make this story, but um, I used to travel with Randy Clark. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy that was used in Toronto. Yeah. And we were up in Toronto doing a meeting and the Holy Spirit fell. We were doing like a side meeting in the side room. The Holy Spirit fell. And people just lined up. And I remember them exiting the building, lining up in like the, the, the driveway. Mm. And we spent, Randy and I spent hours ministering like all throughout that, like the, the street or like the driveway. It was huh. amazing. Yeah. And... I guess the pastor of Zion. It no, was, what um, was the name of the Kingsway Church? Church. Kingsway Church. Yeah, church down the road from from my home church. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So the pastor from Kingsway was there. Yeah. I min- I guess I ministered to him, and he was like, "I want you to come to my church." <laughs> yeah. And so that was my first ever international yeah. gig. Mm. where a pastor actually paid my ticket. Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah. They were always like, you can come, but you got to make your own way. Yeah. yeah. And so he 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 flew me out and I was so scared yeah. that like God wouldn't show up if I went. Yeah. Yeah. I was petrified. Wow. <laughs> and so he was like, "Oh, if you have a like a personal assistant, you can bring him too." Yeah. And so I bought I brought my buddy Jamie Galloway who yeah. we traveled together. And cuz I was like, "Jamie, Jimmy carries God. And mm. I was like, if at least if God doesn't show up, I can blame it on him as well. <laughs> yeah. Like it'd be like 50 50. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. so I brought him out and we ended up at Kingsway. Kingsway, yeah. In the basement, I feel like. It or, was a tiny little church hall, maybe yeah. like 30 people or something yeah. like that. I remember yeah. about 25, 30. And I've actually told the stories from Kingsway because God did so many amazing yeah. things in my life during yeah. that time. Mm. And. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so we did this 14 years or 15, 16 years ago now. I yeah. Think. My youth pastor just kind of dragged me along to it. Like we didn't even go to Kingsway. I thought they were all a little bit nutty. <laughs> so I was like super suspicious. Like you see me doing like fire tunnels and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I've not seen anything like this before yeah. and I don't really want to get too involved in this. How old were you? I was like maybe 11 or 12. I was just <laughs> like, what the heck is going on? And, um, I was like one of those people who didn't want to go down in the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and God just kind of took me down. <laughs> wow. Uh, but I was like, I don't want to give the people in this room the satisfaction. Wow. <laughs> that's, all, that's what was literally what was going on in my heart in that meeting. I, I thought you were all kind of crazy. So. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Which you kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm okay with that now. So, yeah. yeah. So what what happened? So you showed up. Were you there for the whole time? The whole, um, like, I feel like we were there. Like I went a for a couple of the days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my, my youth leader is really into the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my home church is a charismatic church, but mm-hmm. we, we didn't really do the whole Toronto thing. Right. Um, so I'm like going through this fire tunnel. Um, my friend was one of the people praying for everybody. And I thought she wants me to go down and I don't want to go down <laughs> just for her. Like, I'm going to prove to her that I won't go down, you know. And uh, You're 11 or 12 at this point? Yeah. This is yeah, like the most English 11-year-old yeah, ever. Yeah, it's I'm very English, yeah. yeah. Um, so I felt like I had probably the most powerful encounter with God I've ever had in my life, which is hilarious. Um, I just felt like the weight of his presence just like yeah. fall on me and just basically push me to the ground. And I'm like literally crawling out of this fire tunnel thinking, what the heck's going on? Uh, and then you walked up to me and told me that uh, God was going to send me around the world playing music all over the world. And my, my brother, who is the same, comes crawling out. And then I think Jamie said, you're also going to be influential in Christian music. And he's now like a producer for Christian really? bands all over the world as well. So Stop. we were like both trying not to... <laughs> get too involved and god just kind of grabbed us and <laughs> yeah yeah and marked our lives basically yeah so i love the prophetic yeah i love it so and that was like much. 16 years ago yeah. and it's kind of cool then meeting you at a festival <laughs> and getting to share the story well, but yeah so so fast forward so this was so we find we figured this out on the side of the stage yeah you're we like i remember some blonde kid prayed for me i was like that yeah. was me yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm yeah. the blonde kid <laughs> and you were like the two guys came from toronto which 
Yeah. We kind of did via the meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were living in Pennsylvania at the time. And honestly, like that moment and mm. uh, that moment changed my life. Mm. And it took me out of a really kind of like, I don't want to say like a dark season, but yeah. I, you guys get it. You guys travel around yeah. and you're poor. You're doing yeah. like the thing that God has told you to do. Yeah. But you're not, you might not be always like seeing the fruit that yeah. you thought you would see or that mm -hmm. you were promised that it would be. Yeah. And, and it's funny because now that I look back at it, I was sitting in one of the largest, you know, worship festivals in Europe or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and even in the middle of it, I'm like having my own pity party <laughs> five years ago. If you said, Will, you're going to be speaking with Heidi Baker at like one of the largest <laughs> outdoor worship festivals in Northern Europe. Yeah. I've yeah. been like, you're crazy. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. in it and I'm yeah. not, and like, I'm so introspective mm -hmm. that yeah. I'm losing the focus on, on what I actually, t I told yeah. God I would do right. if yeah. he took me around the world. Mm. And, and then he just, yeah. He begins to show me the fruit. Mm. I think there's something like when you're just like sowing seeds in those seasons where you mm. are really passionate and really on fire and you yeah. just sow those seeds and then God's just really kind sometimes and lets you reap the harvest yeah. in that season when you're not feeling mm. yeah. very passionate and you're wondering what's going on. It's like, mm. oh man, God's so faithful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it blew me away. And then I don't, I don't want to get into this part, but then the next day, did I tell you what happened the next day to me? With, uh, what's his name? Tony. Tony. Yeah, okay, you remember. I'm sorry. I'm like the worst with names. But Tony came up to me, and yeah. I prophesied over him eight years prior that, that he, I think he was in uh, Maryland. Mm. I said, God's calling you to the Atlanta area, yeah. and you're going to meet your tribe down there. And he got in his car and lived homeless for two months. So he comes okay. up running up to me the next day, and he's like, Will Hart. And I had no idea who he was. And to be honest, yeah. I really didn't like Good Good Father. <laughs> i'm sorry uh, i'm sorry house fires like it is not because it's not a good good song it's it's because it's because like everywhere i went for three years every yeah, church and good. i spent like 150 160 days a year on the road yeah some buddy would be playing that song mm -hmm. in off key uh, and he, <laughs> yeah. it just began to chisel away at my soul <laughs> but he but he he came up to me and he said and this was, this was the next day he said, yeah, like you prophesied over me. I, mo I moved to Atlanta, became homeless or lived homeless for two weeks. Yeah. And then I found these people and we started this thing called House Fire. Six months yeah. later, we wrote Good, Good Father. I've been waiting to tell you this for yeah. eight years. And I <laughs> I don't know, you guys have been traveling now for how long? Mm, eight, seven years. Seven, seven years. years yeah. And and you and you, you're doing it out of obedience, but you never know. Yeah. You just you never know who is sitting in the crowd, who you're mm, impacting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So cool, that's how it? we connected. Yeah, and yeah. I just honestly like that you, what you guys represented in my life was mm -hmm. it pulled me out of like a really, really kind of horrible place yeah. that, in mm -hmm. my own heart. Yeah. And I'm so grateful. I really am. I'm just <laughs> yeah. so grateful. And uh, yeah. So now you guys are traveling around the world. Yeah. And talk to me. Uh, first of all, what is are you guys a worship team? Yeah. Yeah. We say like. It's probably the weirdest name for a worship band. But. Well, so here's here's what I can't put my finger on. Yeah. Like, people love listening to your stuff. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I go, because I've told this testimony a couple of times, and everybody's like, ah, in the world. But like, I'll be in Asia. Yeah. I'll be anywhere. And and people know your, your stuff. Yeah. But they listen to it like they would just any music. Yeah. yeah. But when you sit and listen to you guys, it is like radical worship. Mm. It is not. But it's like, it's also... Like, where, where yeah. do you guys see yourself falling in there? Yeah, I think it took us a while to figure it out in some ways, especially like I think the UK is quite defined in like you're either a worship band that sounds like this or you're kind of a Christian band with some Christian lyrics and you play in the venues and that kind of thing. And um, I think for me it was just trying to write the style of music that came naturally to me and I kind of knew this isn't going to be like a Sunday morning worship song um, and I didn't really know where it would fit. Like my literally my vision for the band was like put some songs on Facebook and let my friends hear it. And <laughs> then people started emailing us from like Brazil and Chile and saying how yeah. much they're loving the music. And I think it seems to be the kind of stuff people want to listen to in the car or like at home and um, have on in the house, that kind of thing. But yeah, it's fully worship music. Like lyrically, it's very upfront mm -hmm. all about Jesus. And um, when we kind of play a concert, we do see it as leading worship. We're playing these songs and 
for a long time it was like really awkward it's like <laughs> everyone's like chilling out and vibing but also like do I worship what do I do to this <laughs> but um yeah we just see it as worship music that sounds a bit different but I think the cool <laughs> thing as well is like um I think we've tried to box in worship sometimes to say like worship is what you sing on a Sunday mm -hmm. or it's a certain style of music and like the presence of God only comes in when the pads are doing a certain thing, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> which is kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's nice, but like, like the I like that. <laughs> sorry, that was very English. <laughs> no, I love it. Go for it, brother. <laughs> uh, but I think the presence of God actually um, is something. Like, it comes through relationship. Like, so when you spend in time with Jesus in a secret place, and you have that relationship with Him, like what you do is like fragrant like it carries his presence and like it brings life and fragrance and stuff mm. um and that can be whether you're just a band playing in a club like we do sometimes um and the presence of god just sweeps in mm. or um if you're just a businessman or like a mama or whatever you know like just i think there's something about that intimacy with the father that like just brings the presence of god and like that can be any style of music any than you're doing, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, and I guess that's kind of what we do. So we just get up there, just completely chill, completely ourselves, and just allow the Lord to move. And yeah, it's kind of nuts. It's very humbling mm. that we see like God moving in people's lives and stuff, but mm. it's great. Yeah. Come on. So <laughs> you didn't have, like, I know Nathan had this kind of charismatic experience, mm -hmm. which freaks some people out. And I totally understand that. The more yeah, I do. Yeah, so do ministry. I. Like, I mean, I mean, we, we, we minister in all different denominations. Mm -hmm. that's, right. That's just my experience. Right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when you guys are praying, like mm -hmm. the, 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 uh, the physical presence of God, like mm. enters, enters, I feel enters yeah. the room. Mm. Have you, when, when, when was the first time you noticed that like, oh my gosh, people are really being touched by God yeah. from the words that I write and the music I play. Like what, what, yeah. did, what did that do? Um, I think I was on like a real journey with that myself. So I grew up in like a brethren church. So it was like yeah. super traditional. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was kind of hit with a big move of the spirit around the same time as Toronto. And, mm -hmm. um, like, I kind of grew up in that early nineties sort of just, yeah, seen all kinds of crazy stuff. And, um, <laughs> I think my older brother used to be a worship leader as well. And I used to yeah. play in his band and he was like the kind of guy that would write a set list and play the first song and none of the others. And he'd be right. just like go off and I'd have to try and follow where he was going. But that was kind of my environment for learning how to worship was just seeing people in the presence of God and like trying to follow where the spirit's going through that. And so, um, yeah, I started leading worship when I was like 17. Um, and, like the first time I led was just three people in a prayer meeting and I'm like shaking because I'm so nervous. Right. <laughs> like, um, I think even when we started doing the band, like that was our context for playing. So like the first thing we did was like a worship conference. We had a speaker over from IHOP in KC and um, we just like opened in worship and then threw a couple of our songs in the middle and nobody really knew what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we played like David's Tent, a big festival in the UK. Um, and yeah, we were just... It's been really open, like you say, like we've had a chance to play at a huge variety of like different denominations. And I think part of it is like lyrically, we just take scripture pretty much. Like I love singing Psalms and mm. I think it's something that's so wide and everyone can relate to like being on the same page on scripture. And um, yeah, we've had a chance to play in like so many different expressions of church and, and non-Christians as well. And um, yeah, it's just been really fun. So yeah. <laughs> Come on. This, so... I, I just got back from Brazil mm -hmm. and I was yesterday and, and I was last, I don't know, about a week ago, I did a service in Sao Paulo mm -hmm. and I, I do services, you know, all over and, you know, you kind of get into a rhythm, yeah. and, you know, it's like worship, then, uh, you know, offering mm -hmm. or whatever, and, you know, yeah. announcements. And then I get up and speak and, and, uh, I think Corey, you were there, right? Corey. Yeah. Corey was in the room and there was this band that got that that got up i thought they were the worship team so i didn't mm -hmm. know i literally didn't know what was going on i was actually trying yeah. to figure out what i was gonna you know preach on yeah. so i'm sitting in my chair and this dude with like big orange pants and long hair <laughs> yeah. uh gets up like big poofy pants and yeah. there was this teeny little latina like with a guitar and i and i literally internally i was like ugh, you know like <laughs> oh another like you know like a warm-up I didn't even know what I actually had no idea what was going on because there was like a worship team there and then there's these guys and mm -hmm. 
And so I'm sitting there, just, I stay down, everybody stands up, I stay in my chair and I'm, and I'm flipping through the word and, and they start playing. And I had the same stinking experience that <laughs> yeah. I had watching you guys play. And yeah, it was, yeah. You know, it, it was so, it, they were out of the box. They mm -hmm. weren't the regular mm -hmm. sort of music thing. Yeah. yeah. But the presence of God just fell in the room. Like, yeah. it was so beautiful. And I, I remember standing up and just being like, and lit like literally being like, oh, my God, I see what was on you guys is on these guys and mm -hmm. yeah and after they got off i just ran up and i was like who are you you blow my like what is happening to me right now who are yeah. you guys and yeah they told me they were ecclesia blah blah, mm -hmm. blah. yeah i ended up praying for them and and uh they were like oh we know rivers and robots like, yeah you mentioned i think I, I think even as i was praying for them, i was like you mm -hmm. guys you have that same thing yeah you're yeah. like oh we know them we love them say <laughs> hi to them yeah and i started in this last week i started to kind of look into this genre that mm. maybe it's just because I've just started, it's probably just because I've started looking at it. You guys have been living in it for a little <laughs> yeah. longer, but it's like, there's so many spirit filled, mm -hmm. like little pockets yeah. of these people that are experimenting. Yeah. There's a whole totally. bunch of us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel and we're like, all our, as well. <laughs> so what, what Ecclesia said is like, you guys are, and I know you're young, but they were like, you guys are like some of the pioneers in that. How does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of it's so, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I had this, um, I had this picture like four or five years ago, um, of, uh, I was just like sitting in a prayer room at the time and I saw this little like sailboat going out into this big kind of like unknown ocean. And, um, I'm kind of like, I used to do graphic design, so I'm a very like visual thinker. So I saw it like a movie and it like zooms out and all these other boats are coming alongside. And I felt like God said like, you're gonna push into a kind of unknown direction and pioneer something, but also there's gonna be a lot of people that you meet mm -hmm. as you step out that are doing that as well. And you just kind of do it as, as family. And um, I didn't really know what that was. I kind of sat with it for a year and we ended up, when we quit our jobs and went full time, we set up a ministry called Set Sail based on mm -hmm. that, um, which is just based on like, using our worship and creativity as a way of telling people about Jesus and also trying to encourage and equip other artists and creators around us. So um, we kind of had a bit of an understanding for that, but like literally when we started, we didn't know other people were doing this kind of thing. Yeah, and right. Like even in the last three, four years, we've met so many other artists that are all experimenting, all being super creative and yeah. like full on fiery worshipers. And like, it just yeah. feels like something God's doing all over the place. Like. With um, with Eclis, Eclis, I'm Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Yeah. I was like Ecclesia, and they corrected me, and I just can't get out of my, my head. Yeah. With Ecclesia, I'd been listening to their music for six months. I didn't even know it. My mm, yeah. daughter was yeah. like, "Dad, put this song on, Baptized mm. in Fire," and so yeah. we would like rock out on the it's way insane, to school. Isn't it? yeah. <laughs> so stinking good, yeah. yeah. Like so stinking yeah. good, yeah. And and it's this beautiful balance of worship, mm -hmm. like contemporary, yeah. And I I mean, you guys. Is it weird that you're you're about to touch your thirties? You guys are, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. you're pioneering. Mm. You're 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 some of the pioneers in this. And and what I saw, I kind of took a deep dive into your Instagram yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. there's a lot there, man. There is a lot. <laughs> I was on the plane, so it took a little time to to load it up. But you're insanely gifted. You're with with graphic design. Mm. Like I was, yeah. I was blown away. You've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. But at least with like ecclesia, ecclesia, I don't mm. know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> They they seem to marry the all the arts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I got saved, like the only artsy things were the prophetic groups, mm -hmm. and it was you know like some beautifully beautiful hearted lady yeah. or man you know in their sixties mm -hmm. like drawing you know a, a world with like fire around yeah. it, and yeah. that was like arts in the spirit filled church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it seems like what you guys are doing, what these guys are doing, is the next level, mm. the next iteration. Yeah. 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 I think I just kind of like, I, I worked as a graphic designer before I did music basically. Mm -hmm. So, um, I've always just been passionate about creative stuff. And even since I was like 17, I just like prayed and committed that to God and said like, I know that you've made me to be creative and I want to use that in a way that glorifies you and whatever that is. Like I got to do my design work for Christian charities and like designing things that were literally taking schools bands and preaching the gospel with that. And, um, then we get to do it for our music as well. But yeah. I think it's just like, it's part of the expression of this kind of new movement, if it was a movement um, of just, there's a lot of young people coming up that like are willing to push the creative side of things and use that as worship. And that it's not just the songs we sing, but it's the visuals that we create and it's yeah. 
everything that we pour into it can be done as worship. And so I think I yeah. used to I used to think that worship um, there's this phrase um, Matt Redman used to talk about um, worship leaders. The best worship leader is an invisible worship leader, mm-hmm. um, because it's all about Jesus. Right. Um, and I I grew up with that and love that, um, and I still really believe in that. But um, I kind of accidentally translated it as that means I have to not play my guitar too well, mm. <laughs> uh, even though I could play the guitar and it means that I don't take the limelight kind of thing, which um, is a good heart to have. But then I started reading about um, the lady who got the alabaster jar full yeah. of perfume that mm. cost like 20,000 pounds or whatever yeah. it was, incredibly extravagant and just smashed it on the feet of Jesus. Yeah. And it got me thinking about what does it look like to make something extravagant art-wise and like do all the production and all the yeah. craziness mm. um, and then just throw that at the feet of Jesus. And actually, I think that that's the key thing. Rather than being invisible, it's more about where are we putting our worship towards? Like, is this going on the feet of Jesus or is this going to puff up my ego or something? Right. Mm. Um, and when I when I had that switch in my brain, I was like, "Man, we can be as creative as we want to be. We can be as extravagant as we want right. to be, because He's worthy of that." Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, and then as a result, like the aroma of that, the fragrance. Like I've been talking about, I'm talking a lot about fragrances <laughs> this morning. Uh, I'm not that into flowers. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I, I think I actually forgot to put some deodorant on this morning as well. I, I um, noticed when I hugged you. That. I'm very sorry about that. Um, <laughs> But it's that kind of like that's the after effect right. of like we're ministering to the to the Father, we're ministering to Jesus, and then the after effect is people get saved and people mm. um, experience the presence of God and they get healed and mm. all sorts of things just from that worship, you know. Come on, yeah, I love it. It's so, cool. So walk me through your writing process, because yeah. like for me, I mean, I, there's a ton of songs that that, that I love, but mm. the one that I constantly play over and over and over and over again is. You don't know? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I, I don't know why I should. I was, seeing, I was testing your prophetic. No, Shep, Shepherd of My Soul, oh, yeah. I think is probably, I'm super biased. I think it was the song that I heard, was listening to when you guys yeah, were, it could were be. when I first wow. heard you. Yeah. But I love that. I mean, I just looked on YouTube today. It's over 5 million mm, views yeah. on YouTube. And I know Spotify is <laughs> equally big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a pretty cool feeling. To it's s- crazy. <laughs> like, think, like, oh, like 5 million people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot are of singing along to your heartbeat, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. how, how, what's that process? Because I, I've I've talked to a lot of different artists, and they all each one has a, a process on how they do it. How do you guys mm-hmm. write? Like Shepherd um, of My Soul. Like, how did that, where did that come out of? Yeah, <laughs> Shepherd of My Soul actually started as a Christmas song. <laughs> I love and, it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I basically I tend to start with the music first. So mm-hmm. um, I've just always loved music production and um, the whole kind of creative side of it. So. You, usually I'd start with a chord progression or a drum beat and um, kind of craft the whole instrumental and then have an idea of a melody. I'm kind of, I think that's the thing I'm most drawn to in music is like the melody side. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I write lyrics based on like how the track feels and think, okay, it's this kind of song. Um, the lyrics tend to be like the last part of it. But Shepherd of My Soul was like, um, I was rewriting a, uh, is that We Three Kings? I think it is like an old <laughs> hymn and like putting a totally different tune to it. And then I came up with this extra part that I really liked and just sang it into my phone. Um, and then I was writing the first part of the song as a different track. And then I think we were just in rehearsal once and realized like, oh, these two parts just go together. And yeah. I changed all the Christmas lyrics and made it fit with the first part. And is, then... that, is it based <laughs> off that song? Is that why everybody uh, loves it? It just like <laughs> it strikes that Christmas Something feeling like in their that. heart. <laughs> and then we just kept like adding more sections. Yeah. Like, we were in a rehearsal and we were like, maybe we could put this part in as well. Like maybe We felt like part. maybe we went a bit too far. Like we <laughs> yeah. thought people aren't going to like this. And, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We had like, I don't know, there's like 10 different instrumental sections to it and we're like is this too much this is a bit too much <laughs> it ended idea. up being like almost listen to songs <laughs> I, I freaking love it because yeah, yeah this like what is it through valleys and yeah sha- oh man I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna butcher it I don't know yeah. <laughs> so through valleys of t- shadow of death I'm not afraid yeah like yeah. I don't know I will weep and listen to that yeah. <laughs> it's it's so amazing What what's your favorite song that you guys mm. have written like individually I want to ask each oh. one of you like you you must have a favorite I think I have a favorite child okay <laughs> <laughs> You're not right. allowed to say that. I yeah. totally am allowed to say that. It's true. Yeah. 
<laughs> just getting that in before um, you I use think, the I think my, my favourite's probably um, White as Snow, um, but I think it's just for the... Because we when, when we sung that, we were in a prison in the Philippines mm. and singing that over all these, like, very scary looking prisoners <laughs> and then and then uh leading them to jesus straight after that so i think for me that's probably my favorite probably just for the memories attached to it yeah. you know mm. um yeah white as snow white as snow okay what about you what about you um it changes like every couple of weeks <laughs> i think probably my current favorite is know you more of the new album um i don't know if i've heard that one yeah it's it's kind of like a hidden away one. It's like second to last track, so okay. a lot of people don't get that far. <laughs> okay, you, but, you don't um, have to sing, but give me like give me uh, the essence of it and why is it your favorite? Um, so it's kind of, I think just I really love the lyrical theme behind it, and again, it's one of those that has these like different sections, and I don't think any of it's repeated. It just goes like A B C D, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's just exploring that whole thing of like wanting to know like the infinite like knowledge of God and realizing like we can go as far as you can in any direction and still never fully figure out who God is. And like, he's completely like, I just love that picture of a completely endless ocean of like mm. the knowledge of God and knowing that we get to discover that forever and we'll never reach the end of it. And um, yeah, it's just kind of like a prayer song of like, I want to know you more. Who's like the main line. <laughs> when, yeah. when I listen to your stuff, I, f- I feel like you guys like kind of touch on theology. Mm. <laughs> is is or am I just making that up? No, yeah, yeah. yeah like, have you dug deep into theology, and how um, important is that in what you write? Yeah, it's important. Or do you sure. check it? Yeah. Are you like, oh, I don't know if this is biblically <laughs> accurate? Yeah, I think like the very first album I did, um, it was a lot more like personal things, uh-huh. and I was writing more like, I guess, poetic lyrics that would make sense to me, but probably not much to anyone else. Right. Um, and then. I'm part of a house of prayer as well in Manchester um, and we have this like worship in the word. So we like just open the Bible and sing through scriptures. And I think that's like a lot of our songs are written from those places, Mm. like choruses straight from singing out of scripture. And um, like the reason I want to write really is just to sing about the person of Jesus and like for people to grow in more and know more about him so they can love him more. And um, yeah, I just try and sing from, things I feel God's speaking to me through scripture and mm. just directly about attributes of God. And like, if there can be just one line in a song that someone's like, oh, I've never thought about that before, then mm. that means a lot. So yeah. that's kind of like, We yeah. love those like old classic guys like Tozer and um, yes. Andrew Murray and yeah, yeah. all those, yeah. all those kind of, I mainly read books by people who've passed away. <laughs> mm. You guys can tell that there's, it's yeah. not just a surfacey mm. stuff. Yeah. yeah. There is a depth yeah. into what you're writing. Yeah. And I think, I think that there's a generation that you guys have tapped into that has has not really had that a lot in worship. They've mm. had a lot of the just the same old. Yeah, it's all right. wonderful. Actually, we're kind of sitting <laughs> in like good. worship mecca, right? Uh, and it's beautiful right here yeah. in the city. Yeah. We we're definitely not against. No, any of that. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I absolutely love it. It's not mm. one or the other, but I can see that you that you guys are really hitting the hearts of something. I think there's a generation that's that's looking for it. Mm. A, a depth i think uh up unite pursue mm, yeah. st- kind of started with that yeah and you can see that you guys have really mm. really gone gone deep into yeah. not just the the words of worship mm-hmm. but 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 you are scr- singing the scriptures and you're singing mm. truths and yeah it is deep i i dig <laughs> yeah. it i dig yeah. it oh, i get cool. really introspective with music. <laughs> okay so are you guys married no mm. both single Single, single yeah. Look, looking, looking to mingle? No, uh, a little bit. No, no. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> awkward question. How, it's okay. That's welcome to my podcast. Um, <laughs> it, one of you has to cry before we leave. Okay. Just uh, so you know. Uh, the second, uh, um, how 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 do you guys resolve issues as you're traveling? I've mm. actually traveled with a worship team yeah. uh, over a couple of summers, and it's intense. Like it's yeah. legit intense. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys resolve that? What do you yeah. do? Like when you fight. I think we're like very open. Um, yeah. Like I, I have had to do a lot of that because I'm like full on introvert. So okay. and I process everything internally. So I can be like really annoyed about something and never say it because okay. I just feel like everyone should yeah. know. <laughs> so do um, I like really annoy you? No. You okay. Don't. <laughs> just hang around with um, me a little bit longer. Yeah, but like I just realized with journey and longer, like just say the things that are frustrating and like yeah. have honest conversations with each other and we are probably together. And I process yeah. everything externally. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a challenge <laughs> the other way. Um, 
Yeah, I think just grace for each other. Like, mm. but we don't travel too long because I think we drive each other insane. <laughs> we only travel for like two to three weeks, and then we're back That's at home it. churches. Yeah. And, great. Yeah. I have a yeah. two-week travel, on, mm -hmm. just but I, you know, that's because I have a wife and kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm going to ask a question. You don't have to answer this. I just want to. I'm just interested. <laughs> yeah. Financially, how are you guys supporting yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because so, I've had to deal with that, where it's like yeah. we have to do sh where we have to do shows. Yeah. Where mm -hmm. We have to play, and but you have gas, and you have the van, yeah. and you have <laughs> teams, and you have mouths to feed. I just saw a little baby out there. They yeah. Have yeah. Mouth to feed. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys do that? Yeah. Yeah. So we basically, okay? of course, yeah. yeah. We, um, the set sail ministry I mentioned earlier, that's basically like we all live as missionaries. So um, we basically use all of the money that the band makes through like album sales mm -hmm. and merch and streaming, concert tickets, all of that. Um, and that goes into like the projects that we do. So that pays for the tours and all of the kind of gear we need and all the stuff on the road. And then personally, we all just raise support as missionaries. So um, yeah, yeah, people give to our set sail ministry to just help us to do what we do. Um, and sustain us to be able to do it full time. Yeah. And then all the money's just used for the project itself. And we were we kind of intentional that. about that because we didn't want money to be a factor for the kind of songs we're writing and mm. the kind of things we want to do. Um, so we just said, right. So if we ever write a big song, great. We'll be, be able to do more ministry with mm. that, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, it means we also have a prayer team around us of all the guys that do support us. So yeah, Come on. it's pretty sweet. It, now, did you learn this model from somebody else or was it something that you were just like, no, this we is what kind we of, want to do? Kind of yes and no. So I was working for a charity before um, that was a missions organization. I had to raise support and do that kind of stuff. Um, and then we kind of felt it was ready, right to go full time and felt like God was leading us into that. And at the same time, we were talking to a lot of record labels and um, we have a friend of ours who's like a ministry business advisor kind mm -hmm. of thing. And he was basically, we met with him to help us sign a record deal and um he was like i'll fly you out to nashville we'll meet all these top label guys and we'll like get you the best deal that we can the more you started talking about it like the less excited i got <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me and he was like you don't want a record deal do you and i was like no i don't think so <laughs> and he's like i think you need to start a ministry like that seems mm. to be why you're in it and, yeah um so we just completely flipped the conversation into let's sign a record deal yeah. into let's start a missions organization yeah, at the end of the day <laughs> yeah. you kind of like you could be a famous band, but like if you're not having an impact, like and seeing people come to know Jesus, like what's the point, right? Mm. You know, and like why why would you like leave your home for three weeks and travel right. travel around and like leave kids behind and stuff? It'd be kind of a bit, I don't it's know, bit ego, egotistical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like that's not really what I signed up for when I when I followed Jesus was to become mm. some famous person, like. Mm -hmm. It's not really what we're in it for. If that mm. happens, like whatever, you know. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, if we stop having an impact, we should just pack up what we're doing and go do something <laughs> else. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. What do you guys do for fun? Um, I play a lot of games. <laughs> like what, what <laughs> games? Um, I have like a Nintendo Switch. I always uh -huh. bring on tour. So. Okay. What's your What's your game of choice? Right uh, now? Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh my gosh! I'm Everybody like... says that's amazing. <laughs> you play that, man? No. <laughs> no. And Mario Kart. That's like your Mario challenge. Kart. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you don't like Mario Kart, just get out of this <laughs> this podcast. We love yeah. it. We just played it. We were at my house playing it. Nice. Uh, so video games. What else? I've started doing BBC Good Food. Like start nice. cooking a bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's a website BBC Good Food, mm -hmm. and you can just go through the recipes and like. I quite enjoy doing that. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, it's good. I'm a bit skinny, but hopefully we'll sort that <laughs> oh, out. Oh, well, I got I got something for you guys. I was going to get you to the end, but uh, oh, I man. have some. Uh, I, I don't know why I only brought one, but this the, is my little. The bee my, farm. I've heard about this. Have you heard about <laughs> yeah. this? What is, are you stalking me online? <laughs> I, I follow you on Instagram. I saw you in your, yeah. your you, bee you outfit. You need to follow me. I don't think I do. I will do that. <laughs> please, please. You have to. Actually, if they want to follow you. Yeah. Um, the band is just Rivers and Robots, all mm -hmm. one word. Um, okay. Yeah. And what about individually? Uh, it took me a little while to find yours. Yeah. So mine's J Ogden UK, which yeah. everyone thinks is like Jogdenuk. And I changed it. My <laughs> my uh, my name wasn't available <laughs> on Instagram because there's an LF NFL player called Jonathan Ogden. Oh, really? And yeah. like all of the usernames are gone. So I had this weird one called Ogvidius and nobody knew what it was. And I was like, I'll change it to J Ogden because that looks like my name. Right. And as soon as I changed it, everyone was like, well, who's Jogdenuk? <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so me. mine's just Nathan Sterling. Like, yeah, I, I got, got the actual name. name. <laughs> yeah. He, he was available. 
Wow. Okay. So you guys can follow them. You can you can follow what they're doing around the world. Okay. You're you're finishing up your U.S. tour. This will by the time this gets out, it'll be over. Yeah. What's coming? What's coming up for you? Here, by the way, you guys can. Awesome. I, uh, vocal vocal uh, honey. We're going to Brazil that on something. <laughs> we're going to Brazil in two weeks. Yeah. No it's way. Yeah, it's insane. It just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, tickets are on sale soon. <laughs> I guess when this comes out, we'll will be I don't know when it's up. coming. This is our, this is you guys are going to headline our second seat, one of our second seasons. Oh, cool. You're the you're the second episode of our mm. second season. Sweet. Okay. So I actually, I don't know if I should be saying that. <laughs> but uh, okay, so you will you'll have been to Brazil. How was yeah. Brazil? No, I'm just kidding. It was great. <laughs> it was so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so Brazilian. Uh, really I've been sunny. To, I've been to Brazil over 55 times. Wow. In yeah. 20 years, so it is cool. one of my favorite nations on the planet. Yeah, and awesome. you guys are gonna. Absolutely love it. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. yeah. Get ready because Brazilians love like Instagram. So get your Insta game up because okay. it'll explode. There's some of the most passionate, Jesus loving. Yeah. yeah. Have you you've never been to Brazil? Never, never been. No. It is no. intense. Wow. It is very intense. They know how to worship Jesus in Brazil. Wow. They're gonna love, they're gonna yeah. love you guys. Uh, any fun. any projects that are coming up? Anything. You got yeah. any secret albums? Um, any new songs? We are well, we're finishing up this tour, then in Brazil, and then we have a couple of things in Europe, possibly Asia in summer. Mm-hmm. We're doing some missions work over there. And then um I think the second half of this year we're gonna start writing and work towards another album. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. You plan. got you got a couple of band members. What do you know yeah. what your new album's gonna be called? Can you No, talk? literally no? like haven't even written any songs yet. So okay. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> written anything. I mean, I have like voice memos of bits of ideas, but yeah, I'll kind of have to yeah. scoop them into an album at some point. <laughs> do you yeah. do any writing, or are you just? I do some of the writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so write some of the Rivers and Robots songs, and mm-hmm. yeah, on. got a few on my phone that I'm <laughs> kind of sitting on at the moment for yeah. myself. So yeah, do you know when you hit like a song, you're like, oh man, people are gonna stink at me this. Do you, do you have that moment? I some of them take like two years of like refining it, and then some of my favorites have been written in like an hour or two, and yeah. I just write it. And like, I know when it's good because I want to listen to it all the time <laughs> and people always say like it's so weird if you listen to your own music and I'm like why wouldn't I listen to it like at night if I, I put on my own messages and I fall asleep to them <laughs> right. no, I'm just that'd be super <laughs> creepy yeah but like I write a song that I want to listen to all the time but if I don't yeah. then I wouldn't put it on an album so <laughs> uh, is the genre indie yeah oh. it's like oh I never explained the name as well so like yeah um, oh yeah I'm sorry I've just forgot to do that so rivers and robots is like trying to mix acoustic folk type music which Mm -hmm. is like the riverside with electronic music which is the robot side so um everything is like that makes sense now on some spectrum of acoustic to electronic music um and we could just kind of call it indie worship because it's easier to explain (laughs) indie worship (laughs) yeah i I love it whatever (laughs) it is it's spectacular (laughs) thank you and i i'm super super honored that you Mm -hmm. guys would come in here hang out i know that you're on your way you're literally just here for a little bit and Mm -hmm. then you take off to play a show Mm -hmm. in sacramento tonight yeah Yeah. but like honestly guys i i uh i'm so encouraged by you i just the fact that i get to i don't know i i just have like a little hook into (laughs) into into you guys Mm, from afar and just am cheering you on yeah yeah, and I've told the world about you guys. I really have. Like, <laughs> yeah. actually, there was a season right after that, right after we met. And mm. I was like, oh, my God, this is a thing. Yeah. Actually, it was a word that I took around the globe. Mm. Yeah. you. I'm sure people called you. You said yeah, people they called, were like, people they're were talking, about, talking about but, you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, though, I really appreciated the gift that you carry. Because, mm. like, when you're in a position where you're going to leave everything behind and go do this, mm. like, knowing that the Lord's already spoken and told you that mm-hmm. means you have more confidence, you know, because mm, yeah. um, literally leaving an 18K job for nothing yeah. is a very scary decision yeah. when you don't know if God's saying yes or no, but I knew that God had already spoken it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so thank you for the Come word. Mate. Mate, <laughs> yeah. I, and I was just some kid and you probably forgot all about it. I <laughs> was just a kid. I was 21 yeah. maybe. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. just a kid. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. It was my yeah. first international thing. <laughs> there hey, you go. I want to get your guys in here. Yeah. Because there's uh, there's a couple of them hanging out, standing yes. out there. Let me just, you yeah. guys uh, just talk amongst yourselves for a second. All right. <laughs> can, you guys, can you guys come on in if we have people? No? Maybe? A little bit? Maybe they left. Maybe they left. I heard a baby. Let me go look. There was a pizza place nearby. So. <laughs> they, they left. Oh. <laughs> they were completely amused. <laughs> Sorry about that. With our, with our green rooms. Yeah. Uh, green room. <laughs> Yeah, uh, out there. 
Sorry, guys. I hope you can find them. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna bring them on. Um, li- listen, I don't want to put you in a in a in a difficult place. Please feel free to say no. I will edit this out easily. <laughs> oh, I saw, I, oh, oh, here they are. Are they here? Here they are. <laughs> hey, you guys, come in. What's up? Can I? Oh, oh let, yeah. Let me, go I'm gonna go run out and tell them to come on in. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> Mention about your website, all that stuff. Okay. And your merch, what do you have? What do you have to sell? Just All right. Yeah. Um, Rivers and Robots are taking over. Yeah, so we have a website, riversandrobots.com. We have a YouTube channel, all the social media things. We have CDs, we have vinyl, we have t-shirts. <laughs> we did have hats, but they've sold out. This feels like some kind of online auction happening right there. Um, <laughs> call now on this number. We just did it. It was, it was dead air. They're coming in. I saw this little number here. Yes, Odelia. Oh, Odelia, you have yeah. it's it's got a name. Oh, the guitar. Oh, the guitar. I thought yeah. you meant. <laughs> no, I mean, is that? Yeah, yeah. Come on, here, come this on, is. Let me, um, let me, uh, oh. I think Odelia. That's Odelia, not the guitar. Mascot. <laughs> Odelia. Listen, I, I saw this guitar. You don't have to do anything. Okay. But would 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 can I ask? Would you like to play we something here? Can we do, here? Can we do we like can. a little tiny desk NPR? Yeah, let's do style. It. What do you think? Let's yeah. grab it. So this is, um, we're on tour with a guy called Taylor Armstrong. He's another one of our... Yeah, just come on in, people. guys. Come on over. We're, it's super chill. Yeah. So this is Taylor's Taylor. Hey, Odelia. Hi, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. She is so cute. Hi. Friend. You want to tell? What's your name? Tell real about... Come here. Here, here, here. Talk about Boom. it. Talk, talk into this. How old are you? Yeah. Stage fright. I like your jacket. It's really cool. It's Hello Kitty. Here you go. Making yep. noise. <laughs> it does make a noise. Yeah, it's making noise. <laughs> okay, and this is Dad. Dad, come on in here. Dad, what do you do here? Dad, Dad does guitar. Dad does, Dad <laughs> does guitar. And, and you're a you're an MK travel. I'm an NK, PK, PK, all the case. <laughs> do, yeah. do you? Because we're a missions movement, right? Yeah. Do you have that like non-nation thing? What is it called? Yeah. Um. What's it? What's the term they put on it? I have no idea. Like, I mean, but you get this identity crisis when you're a kid. Yeah. Obviously. But I mean, it's really great. I mean, you got like the upside, you know, like this kid's going to have identity crisis. She's half Mm -hmm. German, Mm -hmm. half Japanese Canadian, living in Britain. (laughs) She's going to talk British English. So it's going to be crazy. Baby, you're not, I don't think you're. She's stunning, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's our girl. (laughs) So you play guitar. Yes. And you got, you got a lady friend here with you, I think. Yeah. So my wife. Why why don't she come on? Why don't you guys just come on in? It's okay. We're we're just come on in and say hi. We like come on in too, man. Yeah, just introduce yourselves. Here we can. You guys can just uh, you stay you stay right there. We'll just we'll just you can just talk in the Yeah, just talk into it. What's your name? Hello, Eileen. Hey, Eileen. And you're from Germany. Yes, I'm from Germany. And you decided to marry this guy right here. Oh yes, and I do it. <laughs> so, do you play any instruments, or are you just? Uh, I I do play the piano, but uh, just you know, at home or yeah. at church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but how she does uh, on the road? She does uh, the merch management, and then she does photography for uh, all the tours. So come on, speak into oh, this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so no, you're good. You're she good. does uh, all the merch management. Yeah. And uh, she does the photography uh, for the tour. So. It's awesome. I've seen it. I was looking at, at your stuff at the Instagram Thank yesterday. You. So talented. <laughs> and come you. on, in, in back. <laughs> you. What's your name? Uh, so I'm Caleb. And I play drums in a band. Yeah? Here yeah. You, go, you, oh, can, thank you, you can move it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, thank you, you play drums? Yes, sir. You know that I have a drum uh, label named after me? No way. No I do. Way. Yeah. What? Yes. Fun, fun fact. That's so cool. Do you play drums? I do. Don't I do I so I used to be in hardcore bands. I had two hardcore bands when I was growing up. So I play guitar, I play bass, I can play a little bit of the bagpipes. Uh, yes, I'm a killer Always. didgeridoo player. Like, yeah, I can own it. And fun known fact: I don't know if we should send this out to the world, but uh, I was in like a prophetic dance and arts troupe for Ooh. about like. <laughs> exactly. I felt the same way. I was in prophetic dance and arts troupe for like six months after, right after I got saved. Wow. No and way. yeah, they're great. They're still around. Eagle and Dove. You can look them up. Math, Gloucester, Massachusetts. Eagle and Dove. Nice. Um, so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so good. It was a it was a season. <laughs> um, so you play drums. The the drum kit that I was talking about was their Pursuit drums. I think they're out of Texas. A mm. dude came to my conference. I think I prophesied over him something, and he named his drums. 
after the the conference. Were you there, Corey? Yeah, Pursuit Drums. Wow. No I don't know way. if they're any good, but you can look them up. That's so cool. You uh, get that quite often where people come to you like, you prophesied to me, I'm going to give you this now. Not as much as I'd like. So like, <laughs> anybody watching, if I've ever given you a word or you've listened to me preach, I love things, free things. So you give go. me your free things there you go. and I will enjoy them. His mailbox um, is right here. <laughs> Just... So yeah. <laughs> Ship it to this address. And uh, I did give you guys as a band, uh, you can squabble over it. I don't know. But I have uh, I have some beehives. So that's fresh wow. from Reading. Wow. I, I, squeezed, I squeezed each bee individually. Uh, wow. Bee. There you go. Wow. That stuff's, uh, you can't get it anywhere. That's yeah. amazing. I only have like a couple gallons left. So I. Really? I, this is ours. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. That's so good. She's excited. Do, do you like honey? It's gonna be great. We'll just leave like it right honey. here. <laughs> it's amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's super great for you guys coming in. Thank you for for no. for swinging in. Thanks no. for thank coming you. and saying hi. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Really. Oh, I love it. Well, I I uh, me and this guy go way 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 back, <laughs> and so it's an honor. It's really a privilege. I love I love what you guys are doing. I really do, and uh, I think it's really cool that you're here yeah. and that you take some time. Uh, but I I. We, how are you doing over there? Yeah, we're gonna try to do a little, uh, just a little s- song, maybe. Right. Yeah. There's no pressure, and what I'll do is I'll send this to you guys before we put it out. And if you guys don't like the way it sounds or anything, yeah. I understand that. Uh, we will. <laughs> you guys just say no, and we won't, yeah. and we won't, and we'll. Uh, yeah. We'll just end the podcast now. <laughs> I stand in his righteousness, washed by his mercy and love. Though I fail a thousand times, Lord, your mercies are new every morning. So wash my heart. My spirit be steadfast and strong And all my sins like scarlet Will be white as snow And though they're red like crimson They will be as wool And all my sins like scarlet Will be white snow and though they're red like crimson they will be as
Oh, oh sweet. Wow. That's amazing. I have not heard that song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, oldie. <laughs> oldie burgundy. Of course. Thanks for having us, man. Come on. Let me pull up the chair real quick. You guys stay right there. All right. Yeah. Wow. That was so good. Do you want me to take that? Yeah. That was true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Sweet. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks um, for having us, man. Yeah. White as snow. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. For reals. Thank you so much. I. Yeah. Uh, it's such a privilege and an honor to have you guys in here. Mm. I know that what God is doing with you guys is mm. just going to continue to grow. I, I think the heart of purity, the heart that you have for missions. Mm-hmm. I mean, at Iris... I mean, that's all that we are. I think you, you said the word musicianary. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think it really speaks to the purity mm. of your heart for Jesus, <laughs> for, for the message of the gospel getting out to the poor, the sick, the needy, and the broken. Mm. Uh, if there's anything we can ever do to help you guys, please let us know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm just so encouraged uh, <laughs> by watching you guys. So, Thank you, man. Listen, uh, this is Rivers and Robots. These guys are amazing. Go to their Instagram, go to their YouTube channel, follow them. I listen to these guys on Spotify. Um, just follow them and buy their merch. As you could, as you heard uh, today, they don't—they're um, not doing this for ticket sales. They're—they're they're living by faith, which I love, and they're going after Jesus with all of their hearts. So go and support them. Like, just buy their stuff. It's amazing. It's not even. It's not even like buy their stuff. Just no, like I've seen it. Your merch is amazing. Uh, buy their albums. Support these guys as they go around the world, hungry for Jesus, hungry for the gospel. Yeah. And uh, and follow them. Go see them live in person. I just got to see them live, uh, and it blew my mind. So love you guys. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys. Maybe not you guys. We'll see you guys on the next Green Room. Like, subscribe, lands on that subscribe button. Corey hates that line. Hit that bell thingy. I think there's a bell. You can hit that bell and you can follow us. If you like this podcast, make sure you just send it. Share it to somebody. This is all free. We do this because we love you guys. And uh, yeah, share it with somebody else. And I will catch you on the next uh, Iris Global Green Room. Love you guys. Sweet. Cool. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you. Was it? Was it? Were you guys okay with it? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.